SBK Thursday playlist. Yeah. Earth, wind, and fire. Let's groove. Joining us, not on the phone, but in studio. I asked for a landline. He said, I'm on the way. I'll do you one better. Man, in studio is one better, I think 10 better than a landline. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him as Commission Online on Twitter. He is Justin Plowski to us. He is our resident NFL expert, and we're here to talk about tonight's NFL draft. Justin, how are you, my friend? I get to be on my favorite show in Tampa. I love it. How drunk are you right now? I'm just slightly drunk. All I'm right. trying to hold up. I got a lot of people wanting to buy me shots tonight. For sure. Uh, now, there are a lot of uh, a lot of draft parties going on. Mike Calta is hosting the Brick House tonight. Yeah, uh, everybody's going to be there. That's the official bone event. Everyone will be down there for the bone. Justin, you're having a draft party of your own. In Clearwater. So, you know, I want everyone in Hillsborough to go to the Brick House. Good. If you're in Clearwater, come out to Sports Legends, US 19, and Drew. It's going to be it's going to be pretty packed. Good. I think I think uh, both places are going to be packed tonight, so it should be, uh, should be an awesome night. People will be carrying big sticks for sure. A lot of big sticks being held. Now, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, what are they targeting in the draft? What do you think they're going to be looking at with the first pick? What are the needs, etc.? Well, Dalvin Cook, right? I mean, yeah. that's, that's yeah. the name everyone hears. Florida State running back. Uh, you would imagine running back is going to be a big need for this team. They don't have anyone right now. Charles Sims is like twinkle toes between the uh, tackles. Uh, Jaquiz Rogers was unemployed three weeks into the season last year and Doug Martin's doing drugs somewhere. So <laughs> I, I just, I, I mean, that's that's just fact. I mean, and he might be traded this weekend. Is running so back the biggest need? Running back is by far the biggest okay. need. Now the good news is you can get running backs anywhere in the draft. So okay. I don't know if they go in that direction the first round. I think defense, they could use a pass rusher. Um, there's this guy, Hassan Reddick from Temple, who's a really good pass rusher and linebacker. And then wide receivers wide open. I think you still want to get weapons around Jameis Winston. A lot of receivers in this draft, but a John Ross who ran a 4-2 at the 40, in the 40 at the Combine, mm-hmm. Fast. Uh, that would be uh, pretty impressive if they could get somebody like that. Justin, obviously Cameron Braid had a breakout season, but this in the draft, this is the year of the tight end. Do you think sure. the Bucks could pick up another weapon, another guy for that offensive line, or should they just look for a running back yeah, in the I'm first gl- couple? I'm gl- you know what, Seth? I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you. Thank you. Dirt Cutter loves double tight end sets. So they have the one in Cambrate. They do have Luke Stocker. Uh, but I, I think that they could look somewhere in this draft for a tight end. And it could very well be in the first round. There's a guy from Miami named Njoku who's uh, 19 years old, but he's like 6'5, 250, mm. and runs a 4440. So they could look at him as well. Oh, wow. Now, uh, yeah, impressive. I've, I've seen your hashtag, uh, Dicks in for Mixon. <laughs> yes. And, yes. Uh, do you have any. Probably should have done Sticks in for Mixon. <laughs> And, but <laughs> I wanted to be as uh, obscene as I could. Uh, let everybody know that's not following the, the NFL draft who Joe Mixon is. Uh, yeah. Yes, please tell us uh, because I, I, all I know about the guy is he punched a woman in the face yeah, on video. And that's exactly what he's known for is um, there was a uh, an incident, I guess to be polite, where right. uh, he's caught on film. Somebody on my podcast said knocking the soul out of a woman. Oh, and he it, did. W- it was awful to see. And I showed people that I worked with last week and they almost threw up. I mean, right. it's, it's pretty gruesome uh however he's tried to mend that over the last several years uh it was how many years ago was that two it was three a couple years, years ago, ago yeah mm. so he's 
tried to do what he can. To right. Get, I, listen, it's not good, Drew. I get it. It's not true. Or it's not good. God. I'm trying to, to spin this in a positive direction. But right. I'll, I'll and say, you have a daughter. I do have a daughter. And listen, if he did this, I'm not the moral police, okay? Right. But if he did it to my daughter, I'd probably kill him. Right. But it, yeah, I, he's so good. He's the best. You guys asked me about Fournette before we went on. Leonard Fournette, the uh, talented uh, running back from LSU. Right. Joe Mixon is by far, in my opinion, the most talented running back in this draft. He can do everything that you ask for. When oh, you just watched it? Yeah. Yeah. Have you not seen that? No, I haven't seen. I try not to watch stuff. Yeah, that's probably not good. Hold on, rewind. I'm surprised the uh, the Cox uh, Media Group allows that kind of video to be played. (laughs) He's on his own Wi-Fi. Yeah, I'm sure. So, Justin, I mean, this he's probably not going to go in the first round. There's a lot of teams that have completely taken this guy off his board because they're they're obviously not down with domestic violence. But like you said, and a lot of people have come out and said this guy would be a top five player in the draft if he wasn't knocking out a woman on videotape. Do you think the Bucks are in a position to take a gamble on that guy, knowing everything that comes along with it? I think I think they are, and the reason I say that is because their general manager, Jason Light, has taken gambles the last couple of years. I mean, Jameis Winston had all the rape allegations about him, and he took him number one overall. Yeah. Did a lot of research, did a lot of vetting, and felt confident that he could take him. Last year, Noah Spence, who was kicked out of Ohio State for doing all kind of drugs, a lot of people didn't know where he was going to go, what team was going to take a chance on him. Uh, Jason Light, again, took a uh, chance on him and he turned out to be pretty good in his rookie season sure if there's a general manager out there that i trust that would take a a chance on a player like that it would be jason light now if the bucks pass on him then i trust jason light right that he found something that just didn't sit well with him so uh, to me i'm just going to go with whatever the bucks do and if they do end up taking him i'm going to take the approach that Jason Light did all his research. They did all the background checks. They feel like it was a one incident that happened when he was 18 years old. And that with the tutelage of their coach, Dirk Cutter, who's a very friendly players coach, like he's very good with the players. And Jameis Winston, I think we don't underestimate the effect he has in that locker room. They can get him straight, Joe Mixon straight uh, moving forward. He's an elite talent and at a position that is the biggest need for the Bucs. And you can get maybe the most elite player at that position in this draft. I think they're weighing that right now going into tonight. I saw on Sports Center this morning, by the way, uh, the commission online, Justin Pulaski joins oh, us. I, was, I saw on Sports Center this morning, Stephen A. Smith had a great discussion with Max Kellerman and uh, and uh, Donovan are, McNabb. Are they the only ones left at ESPN? They are. Or? There was okay. no one else, no producers, <laughs> was, no that, nothing. They didn't even have just lights them. on. That's yeah, it. Yeah, it no, just them holding weird. up phone cams themselves. And they were, they were talking about uh, character issues and how a lot of these guys, they come from nothing. They're never really told what's right and what's wrong. Sure. And they don't have the strongest moral compass anyway. And it hurts their heart. And I even think they brought up uh, Booger McFarland's comments about how it hurts to see these guys who have a world of potential then flush it down the toilet. Um, Jameis Winston came into the NFL with some question marks, the sexual assault allegations that turned out to be unfounded, the ridiculous crab legs incident. That's a little bit different when you've got a guy on video like a Joe Mixon. There's no excusing away and there's no gray area when it comes to punching a woman in the face. I just wonder if you can rehab your your image or even who you are after something like and that. And I'll, I'll admit, I don't know and none of us know what Joe Mixon has done over the last two years 
to try and rebound from that? Has he stayed clean? Right. I don't know. I think general managers will know whether or not he's done that or not. Um, I will say this, though. There's a guy in Tyreek Hill who was drafted by the Chiefs last year in the fifth round. Mm-hmm. He was he was caught beating his pregnant girlfriend. Oof. Now, it wasn't on tape. Right. That's the big thing here. There was no film. There was no video right. uh, of him being on tape, however, of him doing the act. However, he came into Kansas City, did such an outstanding job, was scoring touchdowns left and right. Who had him on his on their fantasy team? Of course you did, yeah. Seth. Yep. V- very smart of you. A lot, a lot of them. We yeah. have a moral clause on my team. Yeah. Oh, okay. You, you don't want players <laughs> like lost. that. Yeah. Yeah. Seth, how did you do? Uh, he won. Well, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he was on my dynasty team, so I've got him for a long time. So oh, wow. I'm hoping that he, he... Are you proud of that? Um, you know, it's uh, I, I don't as far as fantasy goes, it's fine. But at real life, it's when you take a chance on that guy, it's I, I don't know if I'd be willing to do that if I was running a team. They took a chance on him. He scored all kind of touchdowns, and guess what? They're chanting his name mm. inside Arrowhead. And, and I'm telling you, the same thing would happen here or anywhere Joe Mixon goes to if he stays clean, doesn't get in trouble, and he starts scoring a ton of touchdowns. I don't care what you're saying right now. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to any any fan in this area. Right. I don't care what you're saying right now. You're probably Probably going to be standing and cheering. And I can say this. Remember Jeremy Stevens, the old Buccaneer oh, tight end? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was, the guy the was caught solo, for rape right? yeah. and did all that stuff in Seattle. Well, the Bucks signed him. He came here. And I remember being on the air. I was on a sports station at the time. And we were talking. And, oh, how could you do such a gruesome act? And guess what? The first time he scored a touchdown inside that stadium, everyone was standing and cheering. Yeah. So, it, in the end, we can say whatever we want. But if he helps your team win, the fans inside that stadium mm. are going to embrace him. Solid point. Uh, Justin, let me ask you a question. I, I asked this to SBK. And I feel like I, I jammed him up, which is really hard to do. But nice. you got Joe, Joe <laughs> wow. Mixon, who's coming into the NFL. He knocks out a woman on tape. He's going to get drafted. He's going to have a career but a guy like Ray Rice knocks out his fiance on tape and his career is absolutely over how, how does that how, I don't I don't understand how we welcome a guy into the NFL who knocks out a girl but we will ruin a guy's career and end it who does the exact same thing if I recall Ray Rice was in the like in his late 20s right yep. so he's nearing the end of his career especially as a running back anyway I think that when teams started to weigh that okay, are we going to take a chance on a guy that's 28, 29 when running backs really only last to their 30 with all this going on? And by the way, that was really the the first incident. That was really the the first incident, right, where, where it was on tape. Oh, it was yeah. a big deal and everyone was talking about it. Uh, I think that that's why you didn't see Ray Rice get another chance just because – He wasn't good enough. It was, it was risk versus <laughs> yeah. reward, okay? Yeah. You're taking a huge risk, and the reward's not going to be that great with right. Ray Rice. A couple more years maybe. I think this, it's completely different with Joe Mixon where you're taking a huge risk, but the reward could way outweigh the risk because of how talented he is. And that's what J- Jason Light or any general manager in the NFL is going to have to uh, – uh, wait tonight. Justin Pulaski joins us, Commission Online, uh, about tonight's Tampa Bay Buccaneers draft and the NFL draft. Uh, there's no way the Browns uh, do take a quarterback with their first pick like they're saying they're going to, right? I, You know, there absolutely is a way because the Browns always find a way to F it up. I'm trying not to cuss <laughs> on the show because <laughs> my, my podcast you. is very uncensored. Very much so. Um, but I, I, they always find a way to screw it up. I think the Browns take the, the defensive end first. I think they take Miles Garrett. But I think they're already talking to try and trade up back into the top five to get that Trubisky quarterback. I don't think the quarterbacks are very good this year. Right. So it's very Browns of them to trade up and get one of these crappy quarterbacks. No doubt. And for the people that are going, oh, hey, who cares about the draft? You're not a sport. 
sports fan, I always feel like the draft, especially the first round, it's the greatest reality show you can get. You yes. got you got kids, their dreams are coming true, their families are there. Then they focus on the kids who are at the draft who right. don't get drafted, who have to sit there all night. Oh, You've got yeah. the trades. There's so much drama. So it's exciting, even if you're not really a hardcore and football there's fan. And there's a reason all these sports bars are going to be packed tonight and everyone's going to be drinking and it's going to be a blast. No matter where you go, I mean, it's just, it's entertainment. And what are the bucks that you got? This draft starts at 8. There's 10 minutes in between each yep, pick. Yep. What Are the Bucks going to make their pick at what, 11, midnight that's, tonight? That's, that's why this is so unbelievable that there's so much excitement about the Bucks and they're picking 19th. 19th. Who gets excited about the 19th pick? Well, right. the Bucks are on the rise. They're going to get a good player. They should get a good player with the 19th pick. And guess what? That's plenty of time to party yeah. all night long until they pick. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun night. I like to watch uh, to see the horrible suits that they oh, wear. Yeah. <laughs> right. Awful. Did Awful you see suits. Ezekiel Elliott last it's, year? It's yeah. ridiculous. I was thinking about wearing that tonight. Actually. <laughs> I want to show it off my abs a little bit. <laughs> my favorite is when they uh, when they hug Goodell. I like to see, do they go in for the hug, the handshake? Yeah. That's why I love right. seeing that awkwardness. And it's so awkward. Yeah, it's yeah. so awkward. I like, I like the uh, the hat sitting on top of the dreads. Oh, that's a nice look. <laughs> yeah. That is a nice look. That is a good look. We got actually. some calls coming in. 727-579-1025. Mike, what's up? We've got Justin Pulowski, the commission in the studio with us, talking a little bit about uh, tonight's NFL draft. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, don't you feel that maybe the bar on conduct in the NFL has been lowered? We saw the Ray Rice. We got over it. It wasn't a shock value. So when this Moxon kid does it, well, that's no big deal. Hmm. I mean, I heard him at St. Jones was traded several different teams because of possessions of illegal guns. Hmm. And he kept getting arrested for illegal guns. Mm-hmm. So it got to the point where we just ignored it. Okay. Well, they didn't ignore it with Rice. It was very shocking once the video came out. Right. And Mixon... He committed his offense. He was not in the NFL yet. Right. He was yeah. 18 years He's old. He's a kid. Not and, and, he was, and he was disciplined at Oklahoma, right? Yeah. He had to sit out a year. Yep. And, I mean, I, I, how much discipline should somebody like that go through? A lot. Yeah. But, I mean, but do, we, do we give him the death sentence? Do we say you can't, you can't earn a living by playing football now? I don't know. I'm glad to not be in that position. Unfortunately, if you're good, you're going to get an opportunity. And that's what we learn. Kids, be good at stuff because then you can get away with horrible yes. things. Yes. Good but, moral lesson. Be good. <laughs> but Drew, obviously, you're, you're a Patriots fan. That's your oh, number yeah. one team. And you, sure. you, you support the Bucks when they're winning. If they yeah. did draft a guy like Mixon who yeah. had some you know checkered pass, would you still fully support them? I mean, if, if, if he stays clean, I am all about second chances. He, he's always going to be the guy who punched that girl out. I can't think of a better place for him. Bro. She spit on him. She called him the, uh, a racially charged name. Does that give him the right to punch her? Certainly not, but it's not like he randomly went up on some lady and punched sure, her out. Sure. So, can he get a second chance to turn his life around? Sure, he can. I'll, I'm not going to not root for the Bucks just because they picked this guy. Like uh, the commission said, if Jason Light trusts him, if they think they can work with Jameis, who has been nothing but a model citizen and and the an exemplary leader in the locker room since he joined the Bucks, and a very nice kid from the five minute conversation I had with him. I, I have no problem. Well, Winston would be the perfect mentor for him. For sure. I, I think you can throw in Gerald McCoy as well, who yeah. played at Oklahoma, has vouched for Joe Mixon, has said that if the Bucks take Joe Mixon, Gerald McCoy would also take him under his wing. Oh, and, yeah. and I think a, a lot nobody can say anything bad about the person that Gerald McCoy is either. No question. What's up, Larry? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. How are you, Larry? Hey, guys. How you doing? Love the show, man. Thank you, dude. Listen to it all the time. Appreciate uh, I that. Just got a question. I have a daughter myself, you know, and... Mm-hmm. I definitely don't condone that. You know, I have a son that's 12. I'm a single parent. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what he did was just, you know, absolutely horrible. Okay. You know, but, I, you know, like you say, you know, everybody, you know, makes mistakes. And, and you know, he's a talented young man. And, uh, you know, my heart goes out for the young lady as well. But sure. it's, all, it's all about rehabilitating. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it just makes me think about 
our president. You know, you know, he, we have things of him on tape, and <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. you know, things that he's done, and and unfortunately, uh, fortunately, he became the president. Well, he was voted so, in. You know, he, he, he didn't get appointed in. the position. They he, people knew of the allegations about him. They also sized him up against his, uh, in my opinion, horrible competition. He's also projected yeah. to be a top ten pick tonight. And, uh, and <laughs> they said, and and the, and, he, and he won enough votes in enough states to be the president of the United States of America. You know. And he was given an opportunity. Sure. You know? So I kind of look at it the same way. You know, everybody, right. you know, has a, a, a chance, especially when you're talented, you know, because it, it's all about helping each other better themselves in life. So I, I think they need to take a chance. You know, Larry, it, you, know? you bring up a good point. Is this guy's life going to be any better if we don't let him earn a living through football? What, what's he going to do then? You think he's going to commit himself to rehabilitation and be a stand-up guy and an advocate against domestic violence? Probably not. A lot of guys, when they have some checkered uh, pass or a problem yeah. or, or disciplinary issues and then they get out of the NFL, it gets a lot worse for him. Some guys like most, Aaron Hernandez, success can't do anything to help him out. They're going to be horrible people. But for the most part, when you've got a lot to lose then you're going to hopefully act with a modicum of respect and and handle your business accordingly hopefully but i appreciate the call larry thank you guys you guys are awesome yeah dude keep doing what you do 727-579-1025 uh justin did you hear about the uh the issues that drew garabo is having with chris conti safety for the buccaneers i have but i was just i was just amazed that uh joe mixon led us to trump talk (laughs) (laughs) everything everything Uh, will lead us to trump talk Um, everything yeah i heard about uh, chris conti um that's as aggressive as i've seen him (laughs) since he's been in tampa so that's that's pretty whoa damn hot take save that for the podcast wish i had tweeted him that uh yeah you know the guy plays in a rec uh, softball league he uh doesn't take losing too well he doesn't high five or shake hands after the game and then he sticks around to heckle his uh the team that beat him and then he gets super sensitive about it on twitter and uh and blocks me I kind of want to watch it happen in person because I, I feel like it would be really funny. Yeah, me too. I, yeah, I, I mean, I want to criticize him for being a, a sore loser, but I also want to just see it happen and laugh at the whole situation. Right. So it's, it's a little bit of both. Very, very comical. Yes, John. Uh, Mr. Kamish, I've got a question. Yes, now, John. Yeah, uh, it's not necessarily draft related, uh, but uh, well, it's football related. <laughs> oh, okay. Are you sure it's not about wrestling? It's, it's not about <laughs> wrestling. Oh, give us some wrestling. I imagine it will help your listens and you personally, but being a true-to-life Buccaneers fan, are you at all worried about the Buccaneers being on hard knocks this season? Absolutely not. I love it. I think this is a team that's ready for it. I think this is a team that has a coach that's already been on it twice uh, in Dirk Cutter, who will let the F-bombs slip as much as uh, any player which is fantastic uh, I think Jameis Winston needs to be spotlighted and, and shown to the nation yeah. and he's going to be and I think there are other players on this roster that don't get the notoriety because the Bucks just aren't a national team and hopefully this helps them be a national team but guys like Quan Alexander who is the quarterback of the defense he's a phenomenal football player he deserves to be recognized I think Vernon Hargraves Noah Spence Mike Evans um, whoever they draft tonight I think you go across the board on both sides of the ball you want to see them get that national recognition they're going to get that then they're going to be on national tv against the patriots and the falcons mm-hmm. this is a big time for the bucks and when the bucks are doing well you can feel the buzz in the area and we want to see miko's husband yes. yeah whatever his name is that guy <laughs> will miko grimes be on hard knocks she has to be oh kevin says no she i say for be. sure she has yeah, to be i agree no. they will find a way to get her on there She's because she will up. draw the ratings yeah that's what i want to see no. joe what's up welcome to drew Garabo live we're talking to our good buddy the commission online justin palowski about tonight's draft. What's up, dude? LOD. Thank you. Hey, I just had a question for the commission. Uh-huh. 
All right. So, Dalvin Cook, do you think it's a, uh, a possibility or what? Yes. Definite possibility. Um, no, he's. I think he's a good player. I'm trying to figure out, uh, and I've talked to a lot of Florida State fans that followed his career a lot closer than I have, and I did see him in person twice, and he ran all over my USF Bulls. Mm. But I'm trying to figure out if he's a feature back, if he's a guy that can pound it between the tackles, or if he's just going to be a great change of pace back. And I don't know if the Bucks need a change of pace back or if they need a true feature back, and that concerns me about Dalvin Cook. What did right he now. look like when you saw him? Uh, he Well, he looked good when he was running for 300 <laughs> yards over USF's defense. <laughs> so looked look like a run all over you back. <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. Bill, what's up? Welcome to Drew Grabo Live. We've got Justin Pulaski in the studio. What's up, Bill? Hey, good afternoon, Kamesh, Drew, guys. How you guys doing today? Yo, very well. Thank you, man. What's up? Hey, fantastic. Hey, Kamesh, I got a question for you. Um, not really a very sexy thing going on here, but how mm. about, you know, the Bucks trying to shore up the offensive line here with that oh, first-round yeah. pick? Hey, listen, there's, um, there's so much sexiness going with offensive linemen. Trust me, I used to be one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I know they, really the only – top first-round prospect is the kid from Alabama. What do you think about the Bucks possibly trading down and taking him? I, I think the Bucks like their offensive line a lot. They brought it back, all of them, and they have all young players across the board. Donovan Smith, Ali Marpet, Kevin Pamphill, they were all drafted over the last couple of years. They just signed J.R. Sweezy last year, and they drafted a guy in Caleb Beninock last year, who's probably going to be the heir to the right tackle. So they got young guys across the board. I don't see that happening. Okay. All awesome. right. Well, hey, thanks call. a lot, guys. You guys, LOD, you guys have yeah, a great day. Good thanks, question. Though. Appreciate you. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Justin, and this, this happened kind of, you know, off the radar in the offseason, but the Bucks brought in another kicker to compete with Aguayo. Oh. Did they give him – they gave him guaranteed money, didn't they? They did. So how is that looking for the second-round pick last year, Aguayo? Does he have a chance to actually be on the team this year? You know what I think looks great about it is that Jason Light doesn't give a crap – God, it's really hard. I know. I, mean, you, I know. I know. I I did sorry. radio for a number of years, and it was really easy to censor myself. Yeah. Now it's not. I know. Um, but he doesn't care. You know. I think he goes back to last year and says, "Ah, I used a second round pick. Didn't really work his rookie season. You know what? We can't let that happen again." So he goes out and gets a, another kicker who Folk was pretty good uh, last year. I think for the Jets, and I, I think when you look over the course of his career, he's been a reliable kicker. So they're going to let them battle it out. I think Aguayo's got the upper hand. They did invest a second round pick, but if he comes into training camp in preseason and misses a bunch of kicks, he's gone. And they're going to go with Folk because they're not going to let a kicker hold them back this year. Now, I saw Aguayo in college in person as well, just like I saw Dalvin Cook. He's the best kicker I've ever... I mean, the ball would explode off his foot. I don't know what happened his rookie season, but right. if he gets back to that form, uh, the Bucks are going to be in good shape at kicker. If not, then Folk's going to at least solidify it for him. So I'm good either way. Great. Matt, what's up? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. Our good buddy, the Commission Online, is in the studio to talk about tonight's draft. Greetings from the desert, y'all. I just uh, what I'm really looking forward to is my favorite part of the draft is, and I'm a Cowboy fan. Yeah. I like when Jerry Jones gets on the phone with the uh, first round pick and he goes, "Hey, y'all, welcome to the Cowboys, Marlon. They're going to pick Marlon Humphreys, right, Commission? Yeah, oh, definitely. I yeah, I have no so idea. he's going to be, "Hey, Marlon, welcome to the Cowboys. Uh, we're really looking forward to having you." And here's Jason Jarrett. Or Jason Jarrett, Jarrett. Uh, yeah. 
Garrett, uh, and uh, this makes me so glad that I did this draft segment. Have you been? uh, This guy's Jerry Jones. (laughs) Have you been partying today? What's going on? The highlight of the segment for me. Reminds me of classic sports talk radio. Jerry Jones. I'm on my meds. Yes. All right. Thank you. Seven two seven five seven nine one two five. What's up, Ashton? How are you? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, man. What's going on? Yeah, I just wanted to say two things. Um, one, Mixon is the best running back in the draft, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, so a team better take him today because he won't be around tomorrow. Mm. And the second is uh, the the Hot take. weird element about that Ray Rice video was he also dragged her out of the elevator, and that that was pretty creepy, man. What? A little bit. Yeah, Mixon just left. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's big. Yeah, I mean, that makes him a lot better. He had to get her out of the elevator. Yeah, yeah that's true. What's up, Jeff? How are you? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. Hey, guys, doing good. Okay, here's the real question, Commit. Uh, as excited as I am about this draft, should I stay up till 11 o'clock tonight with Jason's like propensity to trade out of his draft spot? Ooh, good question, sir. Why? What are you going to bed so early for? Yeah, well, you got to wake up early tomorrow morning for any reason? Yeah, unfortunately, I have this thing called a job, and they oh, like to be there on time. Boo, boo you should just jobs. quit your job. Boo jobs, boo. Um, yeah, that'd be great. And then I could, like, just talk about football all the time. Exactly. Yeah, you can that's, do that anyway. That's excellent. That's, yeah. So do you see the Bucks trading out of the first round tonight, I Justin? I do see them trying to trade down. I don't know if they trade all the way out of the first round. Or if they just trade back later in the first round, but I think uh, this is a—it's a deep draft. I know everyone says that every year, but it, it's a draft where you want to try and accumulate as many uh, second and third round picks, and the Bucks could do that and still get their guy. They could trade down and still get a guy like Joe Mixon or whoever they're going to target with the 19th pick. But no matter who the Bucks draft tonight in the first round, there will be a bunch of people hugging at all the Buccaneers draft oh parties. Oh my God, yes, no they're, they're hugging and rubbing—it's just going to be amazing. <laughs> late night really hugging cannot, and rubbing. Really cannot, Love cannot late wait for all this. Grinding up. Larry, uh, go ahead. You're on Drew Garabo Live. Hey, this is a oh, who, Larry. Who, who are you? I'm Joe. I was just oh. sitting on hold. Sorry, Joe. What's up, dude? <laughs> I um, I actually wanted to see what uh, the commission thought about Christian McCaffrey. I think he's uh, I think hmm. he's a better choice. What do you think about Christian McCaffrey, well, Commissioner? The rumors are that he's going to go in the top ten. So I don't even know if there's any reason to bring him up because he's not going to be available to the Bucks. But um, yeah, I mean he's a, an elite player, and I'll. I mean, you want to bring race into it? If he was black, he'd be a top five pick. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, yeah. He's that white running back we were talking about. Yes, he is. Oh yeah, so. dang it. <laughs> yeah, that guy's great. Yeah, exactly. He's white. What the hell? It's like a white Hell barbecue no, I don't guy. want the Bucks to get him. <laughs> that guy, his dad played in the NFL. He's, you know, he's, he's got the bloodlines. Okay, maybe it's a good, good value pick. You know? <laughs> his dad was a possession receiver. White receiver. <laughs> if McCaffrey is, McCaffrey will be long gone by the time the Bucks pick, but if McCaffrey's there... Tonight, there's no way the Bucks should pass on him, right, no, Justin? I don't, I don't think so, and I, I don't think he's going to be there, but um, especially if they're looking, and that's their biggest need at running back. Uh, McCaffrey, I would if I was going to rank him talent-wise, Mixon, Fournette, McCaffrey, Cook. Oh, wow. Very good. Yeah, man. sorry about that. I know you're no, it's all good. Man. It's all good. It's A lot of cooks good. in the kitchen. You'll see. Daniel, go ahead. Drew Grabo live. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, dude? Not much. How are y'all? Good, man. I was actually uh, just started on top of the Chris Conti situation, and I was there playing the game after him while he was heckling the pitcher we were going up against Dan. Okay. And uh, he did exactly me. He's heckling him, giving him crap. But then what no one said is when he sped off, he yelled like some vicinity at everybody and just sped off. 
after the game. Sounds like a stand-up guy, for sure. That's the first well, time he's great. shown speed. <laughs> <laughs> These are just too easy. And Justin comes in loaded with Chris Conte takes. Uh, well, listen, thank you for being here and sharing your insight with us, Kamish. We appreciate it very much. Let's take one more call. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Kamish. Uh, I've got a question here. In reference to a wide receiver, do you think uh, a lot of the experts, uh, quote-unquote experts, are saying that guy like Corey Davis – may even fall into the 20s. Is wide receiver still in play for the Bucks? even I, though we just picked up Deshaun? I, I think so. I don't. I haven't heard too much about Corey Davis with the Bucks, although they could use a player like him. Uh, John Ross is that fast receiver I talked about with Washington. And then in the second round, there's a guy named Chris Godwin from uh, Penn State who's really good. They need, right. they need a receiver who can catch a five-yard slant and take it for a touchdown. They just didn't have any speed last year on offense. Thanks for the call, Matt. Appreciate you. Yep, thank you, Ella. Right, LOD to you too. Justin, how much weight have you lost, by the way? Yeah, you look great, man. Uh, about eighty pounds. Oh, wow, you look eighty awesome. pounds. How'd you do it? Yeah, how yeah. you doing it, man? I just ate right. Like just, what? Like I what do you mean by right? I, 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 so I only eat fresh stuff. I only eat meat, veggies, and fruit. That's it. No processed stuff. No processed. No and then I'll go six weeks without drinking alcohol, which is really, really difficult. But yeah. luckily, that ended this week. Congratulations. <laughs> so Congratulations. we're going to go ahead and drink. We're going to make up for the last six weeks tonight. Very nice. Uh, Dennis Online 1 had a question about Vincent Jackson re-signing. We have a good relationship with Vincent. We love the guy. Does he have a prayer of a chance of signing with the Bucks? I have not heard anything about that, and I wouldn't hold your breath. I, I love the guy. Me too. I, I really want him to stay here for the rest of his life. I think he does a lot of good for the community community but nah just i just don't see it i think they're ready bad. to move on he's a great guy the buck should i heard they might make him their ambassador if they if he decides that would be, oh, he'd be great that would be that. fantastic yeah, he, people love him he's a very personable guy good restaurant too yeah uh, i ate it i ate there recently it was really good cask right yeah yeah delicious good. uh thank you for being here people follow justin commish online c-o-m-m-i-s-h online uh go see him at his draft party tonight in Clearwater, uh competing against mike alta's draft party which will be at the brick house uh quite the competition indeed uh, and uh, and check out Justin's podcast at all. Very passionate, very profane, and uh, full of great takes. Definitely. You are the man. Thank you very much for being here, man. Hey, thanks for having me on, Yeah, guys. dude, it was a pleasure. The door's open anytime you want to come in. Uh, and when we come back, uh, we will talk about Al Pacino's bizarre relationship that he's in right now. There is no way in hell that this girl is with him if he is not Al Pacino. Uh, he looks great that for reminds 77. me of Trump. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, of course you'd be here to me. What do you mean? So I'll tell you why there is no way in hell this girl's really into him next on Drew Garabo Live, but I will tell you that uh, when it comes to moms, a lot of what they do goes unnoticed. It is a thankless job being a mother. Do you think those dishes get done by themselves? Uh, how does she manage to coordinate soccer schedules with picking you up and taking you here and there? A thankless job. So Mother's Day is a chance to show your appreciation. When you send the 100 blooms for mom bouquet from Pro Flowers this Mother's Day, you're going to make a real impression. Comes with a free glass vase for just $19.99, plus shipping and handling. And if you really want to make a statement, you can upgrade to a premium vase and include gourmet chocolates for only 10 bucks more. Choose the delivery day you want. Pro Flowers guaranteed to arrive fresh and beautiful and stay that way for at least seven days or your money back. I got a Pro Flowers bouquet today, and I'm not going to lie. This thing bursts with color and energy. It is radiant. It lights up any room. All moms love fresh flowers, and Pro Flowers makes it easy to send the perfect Mother's Day gift with this huge buffet. Bouquet. Way different from a buffet. Buffet is food, and a bouquet would be, of course, 
flowers. They will not send you a huge buffet. The only way to get 100 blooms for mom with a free glass vase starting in 1999 is to go to proflowers.com. Click on the microphone in the top right corner. Just use my code LOD. Proflowers.com, code LOD. When you click on the mic, this stunning bouquet sells out fast. So order today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.